Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hello, everybody who is listening today to The Rock's Bible Reading Podcast. My name is Zach. Uh, We've been reading through the book of Corinthians. It's been really cool so far. Um, Paul's basically writing a letter to the people of Corinth because he used to do a lot of work there, and after he left, they've been struggling a little bit. We're up to chapter number six today. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Lawsuits between believers. Furthermore, how dare you take a fellow believer to court? It is wrong to drag him before the unrighteous to settle a legal dispute. Isn't it better to take him before God's holy believers to settle the matter? Don't you realize that we, the holy ones, will judge the universe? If the unbelieving world is under your jurisdiction, you should be fully content to settle these trivial lawsuits among yourselves. For surely, you know that we will one day judge angels, let alone these everyday matters. Don't you realize that you are bringing your issues before civil judges, appointed by people who have no standing within the church? What a shame that there is not one within the church who has a spirit of wisdom who could arbitrate these disputes and reconcile the offended parties. It's not right for a believer to sue a fellow believer and especially to bring it before the unbelievers. Don't you realize that when you drag another believer into court, you're providing the evidence that we are already defeated? Wouldn't it be better to accept the fact that someone is trying to cheat and take advantage of you and simply choose a high road? At times, it's better to just accept injustice and even to let someone take advantage of you rather than to expose our conflicts publicly before unbelievers. Instead, you keep cheating and doing wrong to your brothers and sisters and then request that unbelievers render their judgment. Christian morality and the kingdom realm of God Surely, you must know that people who practice evil cannot possess God's kingdom realm. Stop being deceived. People who continue to engage in sexual immorality, adultery, idolatry, sexual provision, homosexuality, fraud, greed, drunkenness, verbal abuse, or extortion. These will not inherit God's kingdom realm. It's true that some of you once lived in those lifestyles, but now you have been purified from sin, made holy, and given a perfect standing before God, all because of the power of the name of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, and through our union with the Spirit of our God. It's true that our freedom allows us to do anything, That doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us. I'm free to do as I choose, but I choose to never be enslaved to anything. Some have said, I eat to live, and I live to eat. But God will do away with it all. The body was not created for illicit sex, but to serve and worship our Lord Jesus, who can fill the body with himself. Now, The God who raised up our Lord from the grave will awaken and rise us up through his mighty power. The body of Christ. Don't you know that your bodies belong to Christ as his body parts? Should one presume to take the members of Christ's body and make them into members of a harlot? Absolutely not. Aren't you aware of the fact that when anyone sleeps with a prostitute, he becomes a part of her? 
and she becomes a part of him. For it is declared, the two became a single body. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is mingled into one with the Spirit with him. This is why you must keep running away from sexual immorality. For every other sin a person commits is external to the body, but immorality involves sinning against your own body. Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness who lives in you? You don't belong to yourself any longer, for the gift of God, the Holy Spirit, lives inside your sanctuary. You were God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. So by all means, use your body to bring glory to God. Wow, there's some pretty intense stuff in there, but there's so many good parts in there. I want to highlight a few things for us to look back on. Verse number 12, it's true that our freedom allows us to do anything, but that does not mean that everything we do is good for us. I'm free to do as I choose, but I choose to never be enslaved to anything. And then the last verse, you are God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. So by all means then, use your body to bring glory to God. What a challenge that is. How are we using our body to bring glory to God today? What a great reminder that God like literally died for us and he would have died for you if it was just you. He cares so deeply about you and he wants an intimate relationship with you. And I think that's just a great reminder for us today that we are part of God's holy body. We are representing him day in, day out. And we need to remember that. So I encourage you guys all today, God loves you so much. He cared for you so much. that He bled blood for you. What a reminder, hey? Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much that you care for us, God. I thank you that we're made in your image, God. And I thank you that you died for us, God, because you cared for us so much, God. I thank you that you died for me, God. And if it was me only, God, you still would have done it. I thank you for that sacrifice, God. And I pray that I can only make little sacrifices so people can see your glory today, God. In your name I pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a fantastic day. And I like that challenge then of what's a little sacrifice that you can make to honor God's name today. Have a great day, guys. And wherever you're listening, hooroo. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.